Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I'm joined by Steven as we go over everything happening in the sport world. Oh, wow. What a weekend. Uh, he's actually in Spokane right now. We could have done this together, but we didn't. We uh, did this over Zoom, so he's in a hotel room, and I'm uh, I'm uh, in my apartment. So it's fun. Next week's episode is a doozy. It's going to be fun next week's, okay? Uh, we're going to go over all the receivers better than Christian Kirk. That's all we're going to do because he's making 21 or $22 million a year. Uh, good for him. Get 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 the check. But uh, it's pretty asinine that he got that contract that big. Jacksonville, what are you doing? Uh, that comes up in this podcast. I'm just giving you a preview for next week's episode. In two weeks, we have our first round mock draft, and Benny, if we can get him out of hiding, he will be on that one, hopefully, right? We got to get the whole crew back together when we're discussing big things like that. But anyways, um, I'll cut this intro short. Uh, Here is Steven. Steven, my man, in Spokane, in the flesh. Uh, How are you doing, man? Good, uh, and we're still doing it over Zoom, so that's perfect. Yeah, you could do it here if you wanted, but I was thinking it unnecessary. We're, we'd basically be kissing each other, talking into the same mic. <laughs> I think I can make it over there. Right, okay, come on over. Um, okay, first and foremost, uh, yesterday we watched college basketball at Lord Stanley's, one of the best bars in the world, one of the top five bars in Spokane, and Spokane has five of the ten top bars in the world, okay? Neither here nor there. What else? What I'll say about this, though, is I think I drank 18 beers yesterday, I, I, 17 or 18. I counted how much I drank there. I went somewhere after Lord Stanley's. I came home and I drank more. And I'm, I'm saying all this to say I'm not drinking anymore. I'm done drinking. Yep. <laughs> April Fool's Day was a few days ago, my friend, but I had to break out the April Fool's Day joke. That's a silver bowl that I just cracked open. No, but on the real, I woke up this morning at like 9 a.m. and I had to go play tennis. That was not fun. And I, uh, I don't want to drink that much ever again. <laughs> I need to, I need to, I knew that it was bad when I was already like eight beers deep or six beers deep after the first game. And then it's five o'clock and I'm counting the, these are 24 ounce beers or whatever. So I'm counting one of those as two. Sue me. But anywho, very, very heavy drinking night. And uh, yeah, it was a fun night though. Okay. Sports wise. We're going to start with football per usual because it's a football podcast. Why wouldn't we? Um, it's always and I'm going to talk about Coach K and uh, his, him losing on the biggest stage against his biggest rival in the biggest game. Second biggest game. It would have been bigger if it was a national championship, but second biggest game. And uh, Kansas Villanova, which is two blue blood teams that gets no attention because of uh, Duke UNC for good reason. And then I think think we're gonna do wrestlemania i'm just kidding we'll start with wrestlemania i i don't i don't watch much wrestling okay i used to be into it big time right and there's still a lot of the old guys that are still there but they've been replaced by a lot of new blood and the truth is it's still great right you just it brings out the inner kid in you today we had the tribal chief roman reigns unify the the titles by beating the beast incarnate uh, Brock Lesnar, wow, what a match. What a night. Stone Cold uh, Steve Austin, the Texas Rattlesnake, made an appearance. Whew. But okay, I'm, act- I'm, just, I'm not going to talk about WrestleMania. But it was fun, honestly. You watch two events a year. I watch WrestleMania, and I watch the Royal Rumble. And then, and then I figure out what's That's going on doing each of those. Boom. That's all you need. Um, also, John Cena, The Rock, we need them back in the ring ASAP. Okay, football. Two big things happened this week. I'd, I'd quantify them as big things. Bruce Arians retired. 
um, which a, a few people that I that I follow for football um, news kind of speculated was going to happen, and I and I believe them. I don't think Brady and Arians really got along that well, and uh, they kind of clash on their philosophical uh, <laughs> differences on on offense, and so I kind of expected if Brady was back, Arians wouldn't be back. I think I said that on uh when brady retired i'm pretty sure yeah and i i I was kind of surprised that it happened when it happened but i was but again at the same time i wasn't uh todd bowles has been hired to take over um the head coaching vacancy left by bruce arians which some people were confused why isn't it uh left which well i think bowles he has prior coaching experience and he actually was a successful jets head coach Uh, a lot of people forget that but they won 10 games with him one year which is um, with the Jets, that's basically a perfect. That's, that's four Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah, I know. And uh, I think it's and he's going to be basically the the or the defense and the uh, situational guy, right? No, no, the clock and all that. And I, I think he'll do a fine job. And the offense looks like it's going to be Leftwich and Brady, which I'm excited to see what they do because some of Bruce Arians' um, his schemes and stuff when Brady first got there, they didn't work that well. Remember, they they were losing. Yeah, early on. Um, yeah, in the in the first year and last year, it was a lot better. It was a lot more smooth, and there was more injuries and stuff, which made the team a little worse in that 2020 team. But uh, I think with Leftwich and Brady being able to fully take control of that, it's going to be, dare I say, a little better than than the mm-hmm. last few years. Which if um, which if that's the case, watch out, league. How do you feel about uh, Arian stepping down and uh, and that that whole spiel? I think uh, Tom Ray had to play a little bit of role in that because I feel like he would have retired a little sooner if that was like the what he was gonna do, like you know give give Brady his week and then retire, <laughs> but he didn't do that. So I think I think that had a, I think it played a role. I don't think Brady forced him out though. I'm pretty sure Brady could get along with any coach and and want to win games or or maybe he did. He's just really trying to focus on this. Maybe this is like his actual last ride and he's just trying to. We win the Super Bowl, and he doesn't think he can do that with Arians. Brady is very psychotic, and uh, I wouldn't put it past him. Like he, yeah, I don't know. But what Arians said about him sometimes, uh, he did. He did push some buttons. I could tell you that from from the things that he has said, and he blamed Brady for a lot of things. And he wasn't. He was like a. He wasn't scared to call somebody out for some bullshit. And I don't think Brady liked that, honestly. But you might be right. I I do. I do like what Arians said about passing the team off. Um, wow, it's still good and not leaving, you know, Todd Bowles or Leftwich or whoever would have taken over the team uh, in scraps, you know. So this year they can actually get something done and, and hopefully accomplish a Super Bowl is what they're expecting. But uh, I think that that's nice of Bruce Arians. He's always actually been one of the best, uh, one of the best leaders uh, in the NFL when it comes to diversity. And I think that that's very underlooked. Uh, you wouldn't expect Bruce Arians to be the <laughs> to be that type. I don't think I don't think you would at least. But he really is. He's been he's been a leading a leading man in uh, making sure that his his staffs are very diverse, especially comparatively to the rest of the league. And uh, I think he was a really good head coach. Uh, he's had success with three organizations. He was probably the best thing that happened to the uh, <laughs> that happened to the uh, Cardinals. He he led the the uh Colts the year when Chuck Pagano had uh cancer when Andrew Luck's rookie year I think they made the playoffs that year and so I think he's had he's had success in all three stops and he was the QB coach slash OC or whatever of Pittsburgh during their uh Super Bowl run I think the 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 more recent one so hey good career Bruce um welcome to retirement buddy uh okay 
other NFL news. Uh, what else? Is there anything? Oh, uh, Lamar Jackson and his contract situation. Now, um, this was just touched on a little bit, but Lamar's on his fifth-year option this year. Nothing beyond this. Now, there's been rumors that he might do the Kirk Cousins route, which is just play on the franchise, take two years, and then be an unrestricted free agent and sign the mega, mega Supermax deal that whatever it may be at the time. I don't know if that's smart for him to do. Uh, me personally, this is just going to be a quick, a quick topic, but I, I do think that I don't know what his market, uh, what his value is, just because he's not better than Mahomes or Rogers. Uh, I think he's, I think he's better than Watson, but he also is so reliant on his athleticism that it's dangerous to give a guy coming off leg injuries uh, of this past year the $50 million a year deal, which is so, which is so normal for the QB market. So I don't know what it's going to play out like, but that's going to be something to watch uh, over the next couple of years. Now that's a long time frame that I'm talking about. I don't think they're going to move them this year. I don't think they sign them this year. I think next off season be, be looking out at, uh, at both Lamar and Kyler Murray and the deals they sign. So just a little tidbit there. What do you feel like? Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm surprised the Ravens haven't tried to trade for any of wide receivers. I'm too. They're going to draft one, I'm almost sure. Yeah, but could you imagine Tyreek Hill on my team? I do not think the Chiefs would have traded Tyreek to the Ravens. I don't think they would either, but... <laughs> but, no, I mean, like, they should, they should be in the market. Or even uh, Devontae Parker would be really good on that team, too. Oh, nice segue. My Patriots finally did something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the real Peppers... The safety, I like that pickup um, coming off a torn ACL, but I think he's a very versatile defensive back. And then Devontae Parker, 2009, or t- not 2009, 2019, he had a really good year, and I think he's talented. Now, um, I wish they, I still want them to draft somebody in the first round, a wide receiver for Mac or the second. But yeah, thank you for bringing up the Patriots. You know, I, you know, I'll always talk about them. Talking about a succession plan, I don't know what the Patriots are going to do. They got Matt Patricia working on the offense this year. Jesus, save me. <laughs> I don't know what Belichick's doing. Um, Siren's best friend's back. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, the NFL actually just uh, all the betting apps, DraftKings, of course, uh, <laughs> and FanDuel and everyone, whoever wants to be our sponsor, we'll do it. Um, we'll show for any sports book. Anyone. DraftKings stock, you leaks. But that doesn't that doesn't resemble the company. We love you, DraftKings. But your stock, thanks. Um, They actually just put out over unders. Okay, I love over unders. It makes me very happy when I see over under lines. And what we're gonna do, my friend, is we're gonna go through the over unders. How about that? And again, preliminary predictions. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna do we'll a lot do of these. A real one. Yeah, the, the real one we're gonna do after, uh, uh, right before the season, right? Yeah, like <laughs> a few weeks before the season. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. Okay, where is this over under thing? I'm, can you filibuster for a sec? Yeah. So <laughs> one last kind of L news that I see is uh, Frank Gore is gonna sign a. Like officially retire and sign a one day contract with the Niners here in a few weeks. Okay. I thought he was already retired. I don't, did he play last year? I don't remember if he did. I don't think he did. I know he boxed. Oh, yeah, he boxed. 
Wow. And what's that mean? Frank Orza. Maybe Hall of Famer. He's a compiler, but yes, he'll he'll probably he'll get in one hundred percent. He shouldn't, but he will. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't have these over unders from. Uh, I could go through all these and like and sort them all out, but we're just gonna go team by team. Okay. So I'm not writing this down. We're just gonna go quick through this. Detroit over under under six <laughs> under six. We're both under six on Detroit. I'm gonna go with the push. Oh wow, under six is plus one hundred five. So it's actually over six is a, uh, is a, uh, you know, so what they think is going to happen. The commanders, their, their the schedule, commies. Schedule is pretty easy. Yeah, I know. I looked at it. The commies, uh, Washington football team, seven and a half over is minus 120. I think they get eight or nine wins. I like that. Now, I like that too. Car- yeah, Carson wins, you know, it's like you don't know what you're getting. No, we're Carson with, we're Carson with truthers on this podcast now. We're going to take this early just in case he's really good and if he's bad we're like well he's Carson Wentz so we're just going to start like showing Carson Wentz I like it uh Eagles over under eight and a half um, I like them at eight I like them at eight too they made the playoffs last year Jalen Hurts is back they have three first round picks so if they're able to knock this draft out and you know get th- two at least two of those first rounders being impact on day one all three would be uh, preferable, obviously, but if they can at least go 66% on instant impact, um, I think they can hit the over here. Uh, I prefer if it was seven and a half, but again, if it was seven and a half, I would think I would slam the over. Yeah. yeah Dick, I think they seem to go hard on defense when they're in the draft. The Jets, five and a half. Um, I like the under. Yeah, I like the under two. The AFC is so hard. Uh, Cowboys, 10 and a half. Wow. Um, hmm. I think under. I think they've had one of the worst off seasons. They've <laughs> like they haven't done anything. Um, they've sh- uh, shedded a lot of contract, a lot of money, but they don't have uh, Amar- Amari Cooper anymore. They don't have Randy Gregory. They don't have Lyle Collins. They don't have a uh, very. This is a uh, under the radar, but uh, uh, Jeff Wilson. They're like third or fourth wide receiver is also gone. So now the wide receivers are CD lamb and Michael Gallup, both really good, but uh, they don't really have any depth of the position. I'm sure they'll address that in the draft, but they have not had a good off season at all. I think the under, I think they're a 10, win team Tampa yeah. 11 and a half. If they go 12 and five, this bed, this bed cashes, they play in the NFC. They play in the NFC South, particularly that's six. I, they should go six and zero there. So all they have to do the rest of the year is go 500. And that bet that bet hits. So I think that they're going to win like 13 or 14 games. Their roster is the same as the last few years. And I think they've hit over. I know they hit over it this year. Last uh, the year before when they won the Super Bowl it was a 16 game season. And they I think they went 11 and five. So they would have been on track to hit it both years. So I like that. Saints. Oh, sorry. What do you think about Tampa? Yeah, I think the over two. I don't think especially. Yeah, because I think they could sweep their, their division. Yeah um saints eight um gosh it depends on what Jameis we get honestly that's 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 how i'd say it i think they'll put i think they'll win eight games push yeah denver <laughs> i like the push too oh, good good denver 10 over oh that's a hard hard those numbers are hard but i, I like i like denver over too i think they go to 11 chargers 10 nope under that Ooh. team's going to call it dead last in that division. 
Maybe that will get people to stop overrating Herbert. That's all I'm saying. Wait till he does something. We're gonna be we're gonna be calling so much truthers and Justin Herbert haters. We are constant hot take of the week. Every time we do quarterback rankings, we always put Carson Wentz one over Justin Herbert. <laughs> I, I like Herbert, but we gotta we gotta slow it down. He's not he's no Carson Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Rams are ten and a half. They, you know, they've had a fine off season. I think a lot of oh, Bobby Wagner signed with the Rams. That's another thing we didn't talk about, but I don't know if that's even newsworthy. Um, I guess if we talk about Defonte Parker going to the Patriots, <laughs> Bobby Wagner. I think we uh, kind of talked about him going with someone in the same essence, and it, it covers the bases. Yeah, Bobby Bobby Wagner. Listen, I'm a Seahawks hater, so I probably have downplayed uh, how good he is still. But I but what I watch is a guy that can't play uh, in in the pass. He's just getting abused all the time in, in the passing game, and I personally think paying him 10 million a year to base to if you want him to play every down he's not good he's really good against the run he's still one of the best run stoppers uh in in football as a linebacker but he's just such a liability in the pa- in pass coverage and teams are just going to put their fast receiver or, or sorry not their fast but their slot receiver or their running back and try to get bobby wagner on them and that's free free catches free yards it's he's not good in, in the passing game anymore uh, the Rams, you know, they won that Super Bowl this year, a few months, like you know, two months ago. Uh, and people are really high on them this year because they still have a lot of the nucleus back, which is true. But I don't think losing Robert Woods and Odell and replacing them with Allen Robinson is that big, that, that good. And I don't think losing Von Miller and not even replacing them, but, you know, they don't have any draft picks either. So it's not like they can address it in the draft. Getting Bobby Wagner is good, but I think they overpaid and I don't think he actually helps them um the way a lot of people do but that being said it's 10 and a half i think they won 11 i think that's close i think they'll win 11 i think they'll win 11 i think that one this one be super close too and their division i feel like is weaker um and they're still in the nfc so yeah you have mass after though they'll probably throw away a couple of games so you know i'll go under i think they win 10 <laughs> um chiefs 10 and a half god the Chiefs look like they're not going to be a Super Bowl contender this year. I said that last year when they fell to like three and five, and um, they should have made the Super Bowl. You were still right. You're still- <laughs> yeah, I know. I was technically. They didn't make the Super Bowl. And honestly, they shouldn't have beat the Bills. Um, so, and Pat Mahomes had like uh, un- underrated, terrible second half of that game against the Bengals. Like, I don't like making the injury excuse, but he had to have been concussed because he was awful in that second half like dreadful like justin herbert bad you know yeah. we needed prime carson Wentz, and we got prime justin herbert <laughs> exactly exactly uh the 10 and a half here's the thing they have a lot of draft capital i want to see what they do they're they have a pretty good front office so maybe they can maybe they can fill the holes that they need but um i that division's so hard and they have a really, they have the hardest, I think they have the hardest schedule. If, if no, the Jets have the hardest schedule. Well, <laughs> I read that. Uh, but the Chiefs, I think, are the second. I'm going to go under. I think they win 10. I, it's hard to say under for the Chiefs, but I think they only win 10 games. Go with the under. They win nine games. Ooh, that's probably they missing the playoffs. Yep. 
in the AFC, probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals, nine. God, the Cardinals are so weird because you know they're going to start out like 6-0. and That's what makes me want to say over. I feel like they're... They should go over because they always start out hot and then they then they come up limp at the end. I think they're going to the go Cardinals, over. I think they're going to win 10 games. The Cardinals are the best regular season team in the NFL the last two years. Are they for the for the first five weeks for the first ten weeks? <laughs> yeah, for the first ten weeks, best team in the NFL. Yeah, honestly, there's there might be there might be a good betting market there. Uh, God, I think <laughs> the, the think... over under for the first ten games. Oh, I'd Draft slam teams. the over. Give us our special. I'd slam the over. Yeah, if DraftKings, if DraftKings, if you sponsor our podcast, that could be our special. <laughs> over seven and a half first 10 games <laughs> but you don't want to bet the over nine in the year you just want the first 10 games over seven and a yeah. half same odds same odds <laughs> um yeah i don't know i think over packers 11 well if you're gonna say over the argument is they play in the nfc north probably the worst division in football uh so you're hoping they go six and hour five and one there um, I don't know. I know they won 13, they won 13 games the last two years, both, both those years. So they actually are the best regular season team <laughs> over the last two years. Yeah. Uh, I don't care about the first 10 weeks. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Sam. It's not how you finish. It's how you start. Uh, exactly. over 11. I don't know. I don't like that. I'm not gonna, I wouldn't touch that, but I, yeah, I kind of think the underheads, I think they're, I think they're going to regress too. Rogers had such a good season la- the last years. He's had two great regular seasons. He's losing his favorite weapon and he's lost NVS. I'm pretty his sure. Second I, favorite weapon. Alan or Randall Cobb's still there though. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't know. He has Aaron Jones. It's probably his actual favorite. Oh, yeah, he has Aaron Jones. They'll, they'll probably draft somebody. Well, duh, I'm sure they'll draft a receiver. If they don't, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> you you get a quarterback. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, future backup. <laughs> is there any market for Jordan Love? Like, what what would what would he get traded for? Like a third, fourth rounder right now? I don't even know if he'd get traded for a fourth rounder. Because you still have Baker and you still have uh, Jimmy G. Like we, looking to. Be- I know other people had contracts, but I don't know. I don't think Jordan Love's even got to like at least play really. He played the one game against the Chiefs and he stunk. You know, it's funny. I hate some people in the like sports card market, and so many people bought so many Jordan Love stuff because they actually thought Aaron Rodgers going to like retire. And I, I hope someone's just sitting on ten grand of Jordan Love <laughs> rookie cards or something that they can never cash in. <laughs> You're a devil. Uh, I think it. I think the under. I don't know. I'm probably staying off that. Uh, Bears seven. Well. Honestly, the under is minus 30, 135 on uh, the Bears. I, <laughs> they're probably going to lose at least four games in that division, which is a bad division. But yeah, they're you probably the two to the Packers automatically. Yeah. Unless Jordan loves playing. I don't know. I feel bad for Justin Fields. You know, like he showed a few, a few flashes of being, being pretty good last year. Um, he also showed some really bad flashes, but you know, they've done nothing to help him. And now Robinson's gone. That offensive line's in tethers. The defense, I actually can only I think Roquan Smith is the only player on that defense I can name. I think. Um, um 
That's they, not true. They have a line or a. There's a cornerback. They have a safety from uh, Alabama. That's really good too. So I can name. I can name him. I just know he's from Alabama. Yeah. But that's that's basically you know that's basically just that's you know so that's bullshit what I just said because I could say hey there's a good guy from Alabama on every team. <laughs> it's a oh, factual. Oh, uh, yeah, it's probably true. I think at least one, right? Yeah, and at least uh, one. Good, at least one good player from each. Eddie uh, Jackson. Eddie Jackson. There you go. Yep. Roll time. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, I think under for the Bears. And it's it's gonna be dangerous. It's not dangerous, but it's gonna be you know scary for for uh, Fields if they have another bad season. So, I mean, yeah, two years in, it, and no no sign of no sign of life. I think this offseason's proved that like teams are not wanting to wait. They'd rather just trade and get someone who's at least proven to be, you know, good. I'm happy they're doing that. The only yeah. thing draft the only thing draft picks, um. The only benefit draft picks have, unless you get like a generational talent or like, you know, a Pro Bowl talent, um, is salary. Because if you're getting the veteran, it, they're already usually getting on that second contract. But nowadays, like top of the round, first round picks, they're not exactly, um, you know, not making money. So it's uh it's not that it's not that huge of a difference but it is something that is noticeable but yeah i think i i've always been a proponent of trading picks for for proven talent i think that's the way teams should build but i'm not a gm but it looks yeah. like the smart gms have agreed with me <laughs> so i i feel uh vindicated uh bills 11 and a half i'm gonna go over but the afc is so hard you know yeah, but gonna, they should they should, they should go over that What's up? I think I'm a, I think I'll go under. Mm, Eleven. I think they're the favorite right now to win the Super Bowl, be... which I have no idea how they're the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Playing in the I AFC, think the I think it's Patriots be will be a little better this year, and I think the Dolphins are going to be a lot better this year. So I think the division will be a True. little tougher. I think they'll win. Oh, and the Jets are the Jets, so you don't have to worry about them. Um, <laughs> I hope people have. I hope someone has ten thousand dollars of Zach Wilson rookie cards as well, and they can burn those too. He looked bad last year. And I mean, we've done this conversation a lot about like Mac Jones and, and all that, but you cannot tell me one person is like, Ooh, yeah, I'm happy. We got <laughs> Zach Wilson over Mac Jones. There's not one person alive that can actually make that argument. Just let's be real here. Um, Ooh, check down Mac. <laughs> yeah. Get out of town. Uh, Seahawks six, the over six is, is plus 100 under six is minus minus one twenty. Uh, I think they're going to get Baker. If they get Baker, I think they're eight wins, especially if he's healthy. I mean, I don't know. I don't think this roster, I don't think this is a good team. But last year, I'm telling you right now, Baker Mayfield, when he's, you know, not this is a terrible comparison because I'm doing last year's Russell Wilson with two years ago, Baker Mayfield <laughs> instead of last year's Baker Mayfield. But Baker Mayfield healthy was better than last year's Russell Wilson with the fucked up finger. Now, I think Wilson will be better now and then I'm not trying to not trying to downplay the, <laughs> the hot, QB you got. That's it's a just, hot take there. Get on your parade. A prime baker's better than a knife fingered Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that, that yes, that's that is what I'm saying. Uh <laughs> here's the thing. I'm gonna go under because uh my hatred for the Seahawks has been reignited. I just forgot how stupid 
most of Seahawks fans are um, with their hot takes that I've seen about Russell Wilson leaving and that Drew looks good. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's crazy how they talk. I know, like, as football fans, we do this, but it's comical because I know they don't watch football games, so they probably do think that Drew looks good. <laughs> the worst thing that Seahawks fans are doing, they went 7-10 and 10 last year, okay, with Geno Smith starting a lot of games. So I think Geno Smith wins more games than Drew Locke at the helm. Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't think I think they're gonna get Baker though, which I mean Baker's actually fine. Like again, we're I love Carson Wins, I love Baker Mayfield, you know, better than both yeah. better than Herbert. Uh yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean on, on the real note, like Baker is now the most undervalued player and probably across all sports. Um he's basically gonna get traded for like a fourth round pick. Are you? I, I've I've said this before. I give me Baker Mayfield for five years, one hundred and twenty-five million, right? Twenty-five a year, and I think that's really good. That's a really cap-friendly deal that you can win with. You can win with Baker. He's not. It's such revisionist history. Like a person tweeted uh, a few like I can't remember who it was. Was like a lot. I've talked with some teams. They didn't even think Baker was a first-round talent. That's not true. Who's a first overall pick? Everybody knew yeah. he was a first-round talent. Now, some people didn't think he'd be the first overall pick, but that's yeah, that just was such a lie. If he, if he slipped to 25 or 28, a team's drafting him in the first round, okay? That's happening. And he's showing flashes of being a very good quarterback. It's similar to Wentz. Uh, and in all honesty, except for Wentz is a bonehead. Uh, Baker isn't like that. He just was hurt this year, and, he's pl- and he was bad his second year. But – I mean, I think like his antics off the field and how he acts and being super um, like cocky and stuff, that's probably not the best attitude to have as a quarterback of Baker Mayfield's um, standard, but I don't know. Maybe in this next stop, it won't be that way. Maybe, maybe it will, yeah. but. It's, it's good that the Browns moved on from someone that just had a bad behavior outside of work and they moved on to the true blue blood worker. <laughs> The, the the most uh, uh, couldn't find a better person than Deshaun Watson in the in the Houston community. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I I don't know. I'm just saying. I think if the Seahawks do Baker, they win over six games. I don't think they do if they don't. So no, I, I think they're going to get him though. I'm gonna, I mean, there's no other, there's another landing spot. And by the way, Cleveland's going to have to eat some of that salary because now they have no leverage and they have to get rid of them. <laughs> Zero so, leverage. <laughs> I mean, they. God, if the Patriots didn't have Mac Jones, I would be all for them going to get Baker Mayfield, like 100%. I, I think if your team doesn't have a quarterback right now, you should yeah. be chomping the bits to get him. You're telling me, you're telling me honestly that you would rather have. <sighs> so just here's the thing. So the people are here's, a, start here's, here's a take. I think if I love Tua, but Baker on the Dolphins would win more games than the Browns would win this year. I agree with that. Easily, I think. God, they should actually look into that. Yeah, they should. Yeah, I get because I because it's a one-year like deal with it. Baker, and the thing is, is they're, they're going to pay a salary or mo- like half of it, so you, you can, can give a free rental. You can give a fifth-round pick for Baker, a fourth-round pick for Baker, and just have him compete against Tua, and he'll beat out Tua. And if he's good, sign him, and then you don't even have to dip. Then you don't have to trade capital for um and the QBs next year. Because that's what's going to happen. Because even if you have two, you know you're going to win eight or nine games because the yeah. team's really good. So I, I would, I'm all in for that. Or Jimmy. Or Jimmy. Yeah. Um, if Jimmy Fredak could come out of retirement, yeah, that's a good pick. 
<laughs> Colts nine and a half. I got over nine and a half. Um, I think Matt Ryan is really good. The defense yeah. is great. The run game is good. Uh, I don't like the receivers that much, but I, I think they'll probably address that in the draft. So I like nine and a half. I like 10, 10. I mean, their last, the, I think Michael Pittman was like one of their last wide receiver picks. He's pretty good. So I think Pittman's they, good. I think they, I think they, I think they got him like the second round too. So I think they know where to pick, take people. Mm-hmm. So they get him one more weapon, probably more like a bigger guy because they seem to have like a lot of speedy dudes. They don't really have like a big target receiver guy. So maybe someone like that. Is Julio still available? <laughs> Who? Is Julio still available? Bring him on to the Colts. He is available. Uh, there's also rumors DK might be moved. Uh, a lot of people are thinking that, which that's going to get a first-round pick back to the Seahawks. Now, if they get DK, if they trade DK and then trade for Baker Mayfield, I don't know if that <laughs> they're winning more than six games. But uh, uh, there's teams that are in consideration for that, and I think that the, the Colts should definitely be they should be they should be ringing right now. Yeah, if he's actually available, that would. And then if they got one more guy, like that would be probably one of my favorite teams. Yeah, I think they're going to be good. I think they're going to win 10, 11, 12 games. I think they play in a bad division in the AFC. So, and Matt Ryan is actually good. <laughs> like, yeah. he, he wasn't his stats weren't that great last year, but the Falcons were probably the worst roster in football, and he still put up respectable numbers, and he contended. Which, uh, you know, he might do it. He might actually like. With that O line, he might think actually it's the put third, back up. Third year in a row with uh, a new quarterback on a new team winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, no, no. I was thinking about this because, like, for like our picks or something, maybe Matt Ryan, dark horse MVP candidate. Mm, I like that. I like that. It's spicy, right? I think it's so. Spicy. I, mean, I, I don't know the. Can I? Can I, I find think, the? I think he's got like plus forty, like forty five hundred or something. Let me see. Like, Matt I Ryan MVP. I bet uh, it's insane. All odds. Um, uh, f- plus 4,000, 40 to 1. Oof, that's close. Wow. I like that. I might have to bet that. <laughs> Josh Allen is 7 to 1. He's the favorite. I, God. Mahomes plus 850. Brady 10 to yeah. 1. Rogers 10 to 1. You can cross Rogers off. He's not winning a third straight. Okay. I like Josh Allen so far. Uh, Herbert 10 to 1. Wilson 12 to 1. Burrow 12 to 1. Stafford 15 to 1. Dak 16 to 1. Kyler 18 to 1. Deshaun Watson, twenty to one. Deshaun Watson's gonna miss half the season at bare minimum. So I mean, if you bet that, you you just give me your money if you're gonna bet that. Derek yeah. Carr, twenty-two to one. That's also a good one. That one's good. And then Matt Ryan, forty to one. Tua, forty to one. See, Matt Ryan should not have the same odds as Tua or Hurts or Cousins. He should be with like Carr. Yeah, Mac Jones has a worse MVP odds than Jalen Hurts and Tua. And Trey Lance, Mac Jones is the same MVP odds as Trubisky, six sixty to one. That's so disrespectful. That. <laughs> oh, Trevor Lawrence is 80, 80 to one. So, wow, that's very disrespectful. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky, Marcus Mariota, and Justin Fields have the same uh, have the same odds as Mac Jones. Just stop that. That's madness. March madness. I'm, I'm about to talk about that. Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, Okay, where were we? Oh, the Colts. Vikings, nine. I like the over. I think the push, actually. They're, they're I was actually just going to say that. Eight, nine, ten wins. That's what they're going to do. It's somewhere in eight, nine, or ten. And so you're a fool to bet either, either yeah. side on that. Just be, be, be very wary. Uh, Jacksonville, six. I'm taking that under. 
I'm thinking they over. Now, I don't like that what they've done in the offseason. They've overpaid some very questionable uh, signings, which, by the way, this just proves why Brian Leftwich was smart to not accept that head coaching spot. They offered him the job, and he said, I'm not working with Trent Baalke. Well, this is why you shouldn't want to work with Trent Baalke when he's signing Christian Kirk to $22 million per year. Christian Kirk, is he a top 45 receiver? I don't think he's a top 50 receiver. Yeah, maybe top 55. <laughs> moving him back. Maybe 105. I got to really think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm just like, I can go, God, I don't want to do this, but I'm like, should I go through like the top 50 receivers? Because I would not put them there. There's no way I'm putting them anywhere near. We have near. nothing to talk back next week. We'll just, it'll just be a shit on Christian Kirk episode. The thing that's funny about it is like, if we actually, I never put like, I never tweet these episodes out anymore. I just am relying. I don't even try to get new listeners. I'm just relying with the base that we have. But if we actually try to push the, uh, uh, like, not press, but you know what I'm saying? Like, just like tweet it out and stuff. I'm sure like Christian Kirk would be able to would find it because he's not famous enough to have people in his mentions all the time. And we're just, <laughs> that'd be good. Let's do that next week. Okay. Next week's we episode. Post, we post a video. We post a video about just going like, like just not even people who are close to Christian Kirk. We're like, Oh, I easily got <laughs> Juju just server Christian Kirk. Next week's I episode. Got... We're doing 50 wide receivers better than Christian Kirk. Okay. That's going to be the episode <laughs> title. And just for people that are listening right now, just know next week's episode, it's going to be 50 wide receivers better than Christian Kirk. And we're just going to go over every receiver that we think is better. <laughs> Maybe 50 it might be more than 50 it might be 150. We'll see. Are you <laughs> taking hundred Renfro or Christian Kirk? Let's just name some names right now. Devontae Parker or Christian Kirk. <laughs> Kendrick Bourne or Christian Kirk. Is he, I mean, like, let's, let's. Oof, I'm taking Tim Patrick over Christian Kirk. Tim Patrick or Christian Kirk, yeah. Tyler Lockett, of course. You got uh, Marquise uh, or Hollywood Brown, Antonio Brown, AJ Brown, three Browns. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be an easy list. It's going to be a fun list. Okay. Gabriel Davis. <laughs> oh, yep. Gabriel Davis for sure. Stephon Diggs, of course. Cole Beasley, maybe. Wow. I would Beasley. I would, no, I, I, I think I would take Cole Beasley. Oof. Tough break from a boy Christian Kirk. Okay, that's gonna be next week's episode. We're gonna go through it. Um, over six. I don't know. I think over maybe because Doug Peterson is a good coach. Um, I mean, look what they have there last year. Urban Meyer, who those reports were the funniest things I've ever read. He doesn't know anything about football. He knows less about football than you or I. That ninety nine on the Rams sure is a good sure is a good player, huh? It's Aaron Donald. <laughs> Did you read that? He didn't know who Aaron yeah. Donald was. He didn't know. He doesn't know name now. Matt, Pat Mahomes. You're like, I remember that guy at Texas Tech. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesus. I read offense. <laughs> so, and you, and if you think this is the whole thing, if you think that Trevor Lawrence is a generational prospect, he has to do better this year. That's just what it is. So I think six wins is possible now. Uh, probably stay away. Oh, wow. The Patriots, eight and a half. Man, that's disrespectful to my boys. Well, that's why Mac Jones is 60 to one to win the MVP, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't think the team's going to be that good, it looks like. I, I think they're going to go over. I think they win nine or ten games. I just don't see a Patriots team now in year two of this entire roster being together pretty much, being worse than they were last year, you know? So yeah, I think I think they hit the over. Now I wouldn't be so the AFC is really hard, like we've said a thousand times, and we're gonna keep saying, but you know, they're 
they were the one seed. They were the one seed in the conference, uh, like week 15 of last year. So I understand they got the wild card squad, right? They kind of shit the bed there, but, uh, I still think this is a good team and it's not, I don't know. I think they're going to be over nine or 10. What about you? Yeah, no, I, I think I agree with what you're saying. So I'm going to go with the under. Oh, you, you, you disagree with what I said? No. Uh, <laughs> I agree. Uh, Dolphins, uh, nine is their number. I mean, that's a lot of stock in a Tyreek Hill. Yeah, no, like, I feel like if they don't get him, what's his number at? Seven, seven and a half? Um, good receiver. Mike McDaniel is going to be a really good coach. I, I think he's going to be – I think Jalen Waddle and Tyreek and that offense, if they're running the same shit the, the 49ers run, is going, to be, is going to be special. So, I think, I think they can win nine games. I think it's going to be – but there's a chance Tua sucks. And if they have to bring in Teddy Bridgewater, you know, that just is not – an explosive offense and Teddy Bridgewater and Tua – they don't mix like it's, it's a, you know, they're, 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 uh, bad for each other. So I don't know. I think it's going to be a push or over a little, I'm, I don't know. Okay. What about you? We have a few teams left. Jesus. Go over. We'll go faster now. Titans nine and a half. I'm going to go under nine and a half. This is Tannehill's last year. Another team I would take a flyer on maybe getting Baker Mayfield in there. Uh, not having them start, let Tannehill have the reins at the start, but that playoff Lose game, one game Bengals, you're out. Yeah, that that playoff game against the Bengals was so bad, and they—that's a game you don't lose. Yeah, they had no business losing that game. They sacked him what nine times, and all Tannehill yeah. did didn't have to do was throw picks, and he threw three. I think it was terrible. Yeah, he could throw on two, and they still would have won. But that mm-hmm. third one is like sealed the game for him. Yep, I'm gonna go under. I think the Colts run this division. Um, and Tennessee hasn't done anything this offseason, have they? I don't want to read anything about. Did they get a receiver? Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. They got a receiver, right? I can't remember. They got Robert Woods coming off an ACL uh, tear. Oh yeah, I, I like that move for a six-round pick, but yeah, that's, I mean, we'll I see how good he is. The Julio thing did not work out. Um, probably time to hang it up. Okay. A few more teams. Giants over under seven. Um, under Daniel Jones. The worst team. By the way, another team that should be in for the Baker Mayfield sweepstakes. What are what are these teams doing? Jimmy G or Baker Mayfield is so much better than Daniel Jones. The fumbler. I don't even think it's close. I think the Giants would actually be a much better team if they had a real quarterback. Their contract situations are so bad. They have no cap room and their roster is talentless, basically. Uh they they're they're one of the teams that did the terrible signings that you know they'll have a lot of room next year but they're easily not going to contend this year seven is a lot of wins so well i mean the contract situation makes sense they had to go all in to win that super bowl in 2012 which is a recovery settle down don't say it don't bring up past trauma uh the panthers six another team who has struck out on quarterbacks um they're going to take Malik Willis, I think, and it's going to be a bad draft pick because somebody's going to take Malik Willis, who might be a good quarterback, right? I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a guru on draft prospects, but it's a coin flip, right? We did this before, first round QBs. It's literally a coin flip. It's half and half. There's no way to actually tell if you're going to strike gold or strike shit, okay? And 
I think Malik Willis has a good chance to be good. I'm not, I don't think he's bad, but just be forcing yourself to be in a predicament where you have to draft the guy. Um, I don't know. I don't like being I've in that predicament. The Seahawks are going to possibly draft him. If these teams draft, if a team drafts a rookie Q or one of these QBs in the first round in a top 15 pick, when Jimmy Garoppolo is out there and Baker Mayfield is out there and you know, you could probably try to put a package together for Kyler Murray even at this point, because he's very frustrated there. Now with Kyler, you have to sign on the big money deal. But when you have the opportunity to trade for a veteran instead of getting one of these rookies, especially when it's like Baker or Jimmy who aren't on huge deals and you don't do that and you draft instead the project that you don't know if he's going to be good or not because he played at Liberty or he played at Pittsburgh or He's a rookie quarterback coming into the NFL, you know. Hey, yeah, be my I guest. Some these, yeah, some teams I don't mind that like are an actual rebuild. You know, not not one of these teams that doesn't know if they want to blow it up or give it up. You know, those kind of teams like they need to trade for like Baker and them. But like some of them, you know, like the Falcons or like I don't know the Lions. I'm fine with them taking a quarterback. Sure, but not this draft. Like, no, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't really know. You never know. But a quarterback from Liberty? No, I mean, like, if you look at who's coming out next year, though, you have Bryce Young, okay, who... He's going to be awesome. Yeah, he's going to be good. You have probably Caleb Williams, I think. I think he's going to go after this year. Um, He looks really good. You got a few other guys. The truth is, they would all be the number one quarterback in this class, just like last year. Last year's QBs... um, Davis Mills would have been the best quarterback in this class, probably, in terms of where they would rank him. He'd be number one or number two. And you have those other five. They would have all been number one in this class, right? So overdrafting a quarterback just to get a quarterback is never a good strategy. If Just because you might need one. The better thing to do would be just suck next year and get one. Now, some people are coaching, or coaching for their jobs, you know, like Mad Rule. So maybe they have to do this. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't do it. I don't think these QBs are that good. And Malik Willis probably is the best chance of being good just because of his, um, his high level athleticism and he has a huge arm, but again, and you draft- go to the right team. Yeah. It's, it's, it's more, it's more right team, team where you go instead. Yeah, you're right. It's more like where you go, not your town level. Cause and I'm gonna tell you this, if he goes to Carolina, I don't know. So or the Lions. No, even worse. Uh, okay. Honestly, yeah. those kind of guys, they're since there's no good quarterbacks. Like usually, those guys would have gone later to a team with like an aging quarterback that they could put behind them for a year or something. Like in the back yeah. in the day, mm-hmm. like if Malik Wills kind of had the Patrick Mahomes thing, like he would, he might like be like one of those guys. But he won't. I mean, the Lions could take him right, and they could start Goff. Goff has one year left, and it's not like Goff is Goff's not good, but he's better than he probably teach people some things. Yeah. <laughs> He started a Super Bowl and he had a, two really good years. So I don't think Goff, I think Goff's overhated a little bit, but you're right. Like he wouldn't have to start right away. The Lions aren't going anywhere. So, but if you draft him second, there's so much talent on the draft this year that aren't quarterbacks. They're just completely. Um, yeah. You're, you're going to be in the same spot next year. Yeah. You might as well trade back and try to get capital and then draft him. If they, if a QB is drafted second overall, it's going to make me ashamed for the fans of that team. And I mean, unless he's awesome, right. Then it doesn't matter. Right. If you yeah. think if you think he's tra- transformative 
and and generational and can really bring that franchise to glory, then yeah, take him second. It doesn't matter. But you're really you're you're throwing darts. Our mock trap is going to look so bad this year because oh, we're not picking quarterbacks. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for our mock draft. We're doing that. that. That's in two weeks, right? Next week's Christian Kirk. And then uh, <laughs> in two weeks is our mock yeah. draft. We got to do next week's content. Um, yeah, we need Benny for that one, though. Yeah, we do need Benny. We'll, we'll get him. We'll get him on the line. Benny, I, I just want everybody to know this. Benny has lost so much money gambling. And I want to, st- I want to make a, a, a collection to pay him to show his wager history. Somebody, I want that to happen. It would be amazing. I'll pay a lot of money. I, I, I'm offering more and more every day. We're going to start getting into three figures. I might even pay, do four figures. Uh, Houston, I, won't, I wouldn't pay him though, of course, right? I said I would. Houston's a you just would yeah. say that, yeah. yeah. You didn't say what happen. currency you would pay him then. Yeah, he, he can get some rubles. <laughs> Dude, I'll give you a million dollars. No, I'll give you a million rubles. Um, fuck Russia. Uh, Houston, Four and a half. Wow. Four and a half. Davis Mills, man. The hate. I don't like the hate. We're on going Davis over. Mills. Yeah, I'm going over too. Give him five wins. Falcons. Davis Mills is good for six wins, but his team lets him down for one, five wins. Yep. Falcons over under five. Okay. I'm going under, and I think they want to go under. <laughs> like, uh, I want, I think they should want to have the worst record in football. Uh, get History. Bryce Young first overall. They could go for it. Worst record ever. 0 and 17. Yeah. No one's done it. Ooh, I will. I want that. I want them to be the first ones. Um, yeah. So we're going under. Raiders eight and a half. Okay. All these other teams 10, 10 and a half. Raiders eight and a half. Guess what? Raiders made the playoffs last year and they got a lot better. I'm going over. Yeah. I'm and by going the way, too. Derek Carr has the most team friendly deal in football. He has a no contract. Yeah. This team is going to be second in the AFC West. Boom. And I'm not going to change that when I make my actual picks. Lock it in. Um, Ooh, what just happened? (laughs) Uh, Okay, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, sorry. My computer just shot something up. Uh, Am I being hacked? The Bengals over under 10. Uh, Under is minus 130 for the Bengals. I'm going to say under. I think the Bengals are really good. Actually, God, they, they had a really good offseason. I think they push or go over. Changing it. Uh, what did I say? It was after the Super Bowl. They weren't going to win their division. So I don't think they could. Yeah, I don't think they get that so under. Okay. The Ravens are nine and a half. Um, I'm going under on the Ravens, too. I am, too. They're not my pick. Boom. Steelers, seven and a half. Over. That's your pick. You like Mitch. I think Trubisky is actually a fine quarterback too. Not, not, uh, probably not as much as you do with what you're, with what you're saying, but I think he's better than Mason Rudolph or Big Ben. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. imagine a, court, a team, that team with a better court. Actually, I think this might be the easiest bet out of all of them. I think that, yeah, Mike Tomlin does not go under 500. Exactly. He, I don't, he never has. He never has. And this team is going to be better than last year's team. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I like that too. The Browns aren't up here, but whenever they do put the Browns, um, it's going to be something like nine or 10. Going under. No, we'll go way under. Um, you, oh, you, can put, you can put it at seven. I haven't seen Deshaun get over that in a while. Yep. Um, okay. A few things. Coach K, last game. Uh, that's done with football. Coach K, last game, loss. How do you feel? Happy. Okay. 
you can't you can't you you're either you know a tom brady fan or you're a coach k fan or you hate those people so you got to pick one so you think that fans of both i don't think so i think like patriots fans don't like duke i don't think it's like a i don't think it's like no no i just mean like as an example you know like Oh, like I get what you mean. Like, yeah, like LeBron. Like, you either love LeBron or you hate LeBron. There's no in between for LeBron. Yeah, there's no, there's you, no. You have to pick a side. And I, I'm okay with that. I, I grew up with like, uh, like my family always liked North Carolina and have no idea why they like North Carolina basketball. So I always hated Duke, but I'm not a North Carolina fan either. So I don't really care about that, them, them winning. I think Kansas is going to destroy them. Yeah, I think they are too. That's tomorrow, by the way. We're watching that. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think uh, I'm down. I think I don't know. Coach K, his legacy is obviously set in stone, and it would have been it would have been. I guess if he ended with the win, you know, some people would have said he's better than John Wooden, which which would have been the most outrageous. Yeah, ever. and I don't think winning or losing this year changes that. Like, no matter what. Now the last loss to North Carolina, that'll that'll be for UNC last fans. Last two losses. Yeah, yeah, it'll be their. Well, he lost once to Virginia Tech, actually, too, uh, in the ACC championship. I know that because I bet on that. Yeah. So. No, I feel happy for people who go to UNC and probably have friends that go to Duke. You will literally be able to hang this over their head until you both die. This would yeah. be so great. This would be so That's great. That's the thing. So awesome. I wish I went to UNC. <laughs> I have a, one of my friends in law school. She went to undergrad at UNC. So she's probably on cloud nine. Uh, oh, yeah. I would be. <laughs> I would be. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, listen, Coach K, great, great career. But it's kind of embarrassing losing that game. It is. It is. like Because they had it in the bag. Yeah. And, by the way, they also have the much better roster um, – UNC has no business even being in this tournament. I guess, no, they should be in the tournament, but about midway through the season, they did not look like they would make it. They have a first-year coach in Hubert Davis. Shout out to him. Congratulations. Shout out to Hubert. But, uh, you know, it's it may, it that's college basketball, which is why it's terrible. But everybody watches it one month a year, and we're like, ooh, we like it. So one more Can't game left. watch it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm like obligated to watch it during the year because of because of Gonzaga, but um geez. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah, that's about it. Honestly, I don't think we needed to do anything else. I think we covered all bases. Is there anything we're missing? Oh, I'll say this. America. Carlos Alcaraz, 18-year-old, just won the Miami Open. That's a big tournament. It's not a major, but it's the thing right below it. Masters 1000. 18 years old. Nobody that listens to this probably watches tennis, but you still know who Nadal is. You still know who Federer is, Djokovic, Serena, et cetera. This kid's going to be really good. He's going to be a household name. Watch out for him. Might win the French Open. He's really good on clay. So if he wins the French Open, then everybody will know the name. But 18. When I was 18, you know what I was doing? Not playing in majors. Going to Centralia College, drinking a, a half, <laughs> half gallon of vodka every couple of days. <laughs> Same Z's kind of, you know. <laughs> Uh, getting winning in, tennis tournaments or <laughs> nah, I wasn't winning tennis. Or, I was getting a uh, a bad grade in music around the world, you know. Uh, hard and beginning acting, beginning acting. My beginning acting class, my uh, my first thing that I had to do in it was uh, it was like a five line thing, and I talked like this. I was like, "Hey, brother!" I got taught like that. <laughs> got a good grade yeah. on that, but I went drunk to it. Okay, that's probably why. Yeah, it's fun. Um, community college 
what a life. Anyways, yeah, I think we covered all bases. There's an F1 race next week. What we're going to do next week, though, we'll talk about that F1 race at the end, but we're going to do 50 receivers better than Christian Kirk. And we're going to highlight how much money each of them make compared to Christian Kirk. Yeah, how much more team-friendly deals there. Boom. I like it. Great idea, Steve. Okay, thank you, Steve. I'll see you tomorrow.